Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, December 19. Today, unplayable, a Gabba Greentop serves up a test lasting just two days. He's back, Aaron Finch bounces into form, and Melbourne Victory could be forced to play behind closed doors after the Derby crowd violence. But first... Here's Argentina have won the World Cup. France have lost their title... It will forever be remembered as Messi's World Cup. The weight of Maradona's shadow finally lifted as Lionel Messi confirmed his place as one of the greatest of all time. He's a god. In what's already been called the greatest World Cup final of all time. Decided in a penalty shootout, it should have been over long before then. Argentina went 2-0 up in the first half. Messi converted a penalty before getting involved in a stunning counter-attack. McAllister, Di Maria coming in. 2-0. But Kylian Mbappe had other ideas. Determined to stake his claim as the greatest player in the world right now, the French superstar hit back with two penalties in two minutes. Here is a twist to the tail. Like a heavyweight championship bout, Messi threw his best punch next, sending Argentina up 3-2. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Surely the World Cup is Argentina's now. Nope. They give another penalty away for handball with just minutes left. And here goes Mbappe and he gets his hat-trick. On to a shootout we go. And while Messi calmly sunk his penalty, the real hero is his goalkeeper. The World Cup heading to Argentina for the first time since Maradona's side triumphed in 1986. Former Socceroo Craig Foster on SBS says Messi takes his place among the immortals of the game. Lionel Messi had this fairy tale set up so perfectly for him to step into the giant, giant shoes of Diego Maradona. And no one else likely in the history of the game could have even attempted to do that. Seven Ballon d'Ors and now you want to try and step up to heaven and shake hands with Diego. Only this kid could have done it. It will hopefully take some of the attention away from what took place at Amy Park on the weekend. Melbourne Victory fans storming the pitch, injuring Melbourne City's goalkeeper, the referee and a Channel 10 cameraman. What started as a legitimate protest over the A-League Grand Final being moved to Sydney for three years descended into an absolute farce and one of the darkest days for the sport in Australia. Football Australia's James Johnson says the protest is no excuse. Anyone that says that that is justified because of a decision to move the Sydney, in my view, is is completely out of touch. And Football Australia is considering all remaining victory matches being played behind closed doors as punishment. Two men have handed themselves into police. Officers are still very keen to chat to six other men releasing their images online. It is done and dusted. Australia have won by six wickets and they go 1-0 up in the Test Series. And in the end, this Test match is done well and truly before the end of Day 2. There'll be lots of chat about the pitch, just not good enough. 
A Gabba green top under fire for producing a test that lasted just two days. Bowling first in Brisbane came back to bite former England captain Nasser Hussain, but not Pat Cummins. His decision proved a masterstroke as 15 wickets fell on the first day alone. Curators maybe went a little too far trying to create an even contest between bat and ball. And South Africa's skipper Dean Elgar isn't happy, calling the pitch virtually unplayable. You've got to ask yourself the question, is that a good advertisement for our format? 34 wickets in two days. Pretty one-sided affair, I would say. I think it kind of leads into what everyone's thinking, actually. Yeah, I'm obviously a purist of this format, and we want to see the game go to four or five days. I did ask the umpires, how long does it go on for until it potentially is unsafe? It makes player of the match Travis Head's run a ball 92 in the first innings all the more remarkable, playing the pitch like it was a one-dayer and a real shame he didn't convert for a famous century. He also admits it was a bizarre test. Weird way to obviously finish the, uh, the fixture, but um, nice to be on the right side of it. It was a tricky couple of days, so yeah, nice to get the result. Um, huge in the, in the series, I guess, and now we go to Melbourne. All right, time for some weekend shout-outs. Ah! He's not done yet. An unbeaten 70 from Aaron Finch led the Melbourne Renegades to a win over Sydney Thunder in the Big Bash overnight. The Gades chasing down the Thunder's target of 175 with just one ball to spare. Australia and America have shared gold in the men's 100 relay at the World Swimming Short Course Championships in Melbourne, with the nations finishing in a dead heat in world record time after a rapid final leg from Kyle Chalmers. And a shootout in the NBL yesterday. Southeast Melbourne's Mitch Creek dropped 46 points, beating Derek Walton Jr., who poured in 45 for the Sydney Kings in a double overtime thriller. And that's your fast fun hit of sport for today. I'm Brett Thomas. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard.